Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 920, I let my I accidentally let my sons walk in on something terrible. What is it? I'll tell you at 920. It's not what you think. Still not good, but it's not what you think. And it happened on Saturday night. 216-474-0092. I'll take one here about the court storm, and I got to I gotta ask that question that Daryl mentioned when we talked to Daryl at 8 o'clock. Because now, you know, there is, it's kind of a weird elephant in the room, and I think it needs to be discussed. 216-474-0092. I, I, have, I have switched over the last couple of years. I have seen this court storming issue that happened with, um, with, with Duke and Wake Forest. And before, I was like, come on, it ain't that big of a deal. And now over time, now that I've seen some people just try to, it, it used to be just the exuberance of your team is won. We're out here on the floor. Everybody's excited. We storm the floor. Everybody's having this good time. And, that people storm the field. You remember, oh, uh, what was it? Chris Chris Berman trying to talk at, at Candlestick, Candlestick, and everybody's yeah. shoving him around, and he's getting pissed. Like there's there's something that's kind of fun about it, but there's also now you're seeing you're just seeing idiots with cell phones trying to go viral for something stupid, and that's not in the spirit of it. If you're, if, I think before it was like, hey, if if something bad happened, it was like, eh, that's a total accident. Now I think that there's guys trying to bait each other into it. Uh, and I, that's not the spirit not of celebration. Only that, not only that, you just mentioned guys trying to go viral. When you see any court storming, like I just I tagged you in a tweet or I responded with the miracle at Richfield because you don't see this in the pros all that often. Almost way back then you might have. Now there's almost no chance. Like can you imagine after a playoff game uh, when the Cavs had LeBron, anybody storming the court? Like it would have been really hard. It would have been really hard because there's so much in the way of security. Big dudes. And we've, we've had bad – Incidents at NBA games with the crowd being involved. You almost saw it again. By the way, did you see the, uh, was it the Pelicans? You know, the other day, there was, that almost went into the crowd and could have gotten really ugly. So the awareness is up. But look at the big difference. When people stormed the court back then, you run onto the court, you're high-fiving guys. Now, you're storming the court. What are you doing? Your phone's up. Yeah. What do guys do when their phone is up? They look through their phone. 
Yep. They're yeah. not even looking at people. The person that ran in to Caitlin Clark at uh, Value City Arena, right? She didn't even know that well, Caitlin Clark. She was Clark, in selfie mode. Yeah. She so. had her phone out. She was staring at her phone as she ran out with probably a thousand other people. So it stands to reason when that's going on, there are going to be incidents. 216-474-0092. Tom and Akron, you're first up on the fan. Hey, I'm actually surprised that you're against court storming for once in your life. But uh, anyways. There's no steps uh, I... in a court. <laughs> Tom, continue. Anyways, I, I think it's just the most American thing that you could do is storm a court. And it's good for college basketball, you know. It's just like it's that good wrinkle in any sport. College basketball, you can storm the court, you upset somebody. Yes, I do agree with this looking through this phone thing. But, like, I think it's cool. And if they run into a player or whatever, the player could have the right to beat them up. Is there, is there a right? <laughs> this is the craziest thing I've heard all morning. And Wait, think about the territory that brings into it. Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. God in heaven. Nah, it's 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 become a dangerous practice. Uh, do we have Daryl from earlier? We do. This is Daryl on wide receivers, and uh, I, I think this is kind of sobering for some folks. I think you can also pump the brakes on maybe what they need. I don't know where the notion came that the Browns need a number one wide receiver. Y you have one. His name's Amari Cooper. I think what they need is a complimentary piece to Cooper. They need somebody. Marquise Goodwin, the reason they signed him last year was for speed. That's what they need. They need more speed at that position. Somebody that can go downfield and get themselves open and give Watson uh, another target to, to throw the football. Do the Browns already have a number one wide receiver? Is Amari Cooper a number one wide receiver for your Cleveland Browns? Like, everybody's like, well, yeah, we like Amari Cooper. Okay, then why are we hearing all this about T. Higgins and Justin Jefferson now? And Which, that that was a bit of a surprise. I just thought there was never a chance in hell with him. Uh, Mike Evans, all these other names. Like, wait, wait a minute. So, I think, the, I think the first thing we have to do anytime we have this discussion, because it's come up over the years, and I didn't know how to do the discussion because we get half the phone callers would call up and say, yeah, he's the, he's the number one guy on the team, so he's the number one wide receiver. Then, when you think about, like, national people, when they talk about number one wide receivers, they list, like, six. So, if you think there are 32 number ones, Amari Cooper's the number one. 15. If we're, I, if I we're would... talking about the number one guys in the league that other defenses are worried about that can change the entire the entire paradigm in a game, guys like Tyreek Hill, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we, we know he has a chance to go to the house at any point, Amari Cooper's not that guy. Jamar Chase, a chance to score, take a four-yard play and make it 80 at any point. That's a number one wide receiver. You know, Devontae Adams, when he when he had a guy throwing to him, you know, was was up in that category. Yeah. yeah. Stephon Diggs, when he's actually yes. feels like he's involved. I think some people are wondering whether or not yeah. he's gonna be in that. AJ Brown the last anymore. two years has been that guy. AJ Brown the last right. two years, he wasn't when he came into the league. I think he but is. Since he got to Philly, yeah. yeah. Cooper like, Cup. Well, well, that that was my question. Like Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup always gets hurt. Puka yeah. Nakua has been. I what he, he had like almost fifteen hundred yards right. receiving this last year. So is he I, a number one so wide receiver I in think, the league? I think Amari Cooper is really good. Has been better than I thought he was when he came to the Browns. I was nervous about that trade, and now as it turns out, that's one of the best moves this organization has made. I just wouldn't call him a number one wide receiver. Let me go down. The, let me go down the list. You wouldn't call Amari Cooper number one. No, not under the the terms that I just gave you, which is 
a a paralyzing oh, threat. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me explain. A paralyzing threat to defenses that keep defensive coordinators up at night. That know that they have to have safeties in in that area to protect. Then. I just named a I'm bunch of guys. Tra- that I, okay, but anybody who's I just available guys for a trade or now. free agency isn't going to be available. I, I mean, if you're talking about like Puka Nakua, I don't know if he keeps everybody up at night. He had a great season. Great but season, is he keeping yeah. you up at night already? I mean, you you mentioned him in Cooper Cup. Is Cooper Cup keep, keep, keeping people oh, up all I night think, already anymore? I think in that offense, maybe on another team, Still? maybe not. But in that in that offense, I think he is. I mean, he's got to be healthy enough for an yeah. entire year to be able That's to do true. something like that. Like Tyreek Hill, okay, yeah. CeeDee Lamb, is he the guy? Is he a guy? Yeah, he's... I'm going to go right down the list here. He, he's had, borderline. Oh, the fourth most receiving yards for wide receivers this year. Go ahead. Yeah, I think, I think he's borderline, you know, up there. Um, so CD is borderline. Yeah. Okay. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Well, he, he looks like he could be, I mean, okay. that was a tremendous year. Cause you have three. I mean, you could say what you want to about Dak Prescott, but he can get yeah. CD lamb the ball for crying out loud. And he played the entire season. And so just look at the, look at the touchdown point numbers this out. by these guys. Yeah. Let me point this out for you. Let me, let me, let me hit this with, let me hit you with this. Tyreek Hill, two was healthy the entire year. CD lamb. Dak was healthy the entire year. I'm on Ross St. Brown. You had Jared Goff, who was there the entire year. Puka Nakua, I think Stafford was there the entire season, most, most of the season. Of it, yeah, he might okay. have missed a game or two. AJ yeah. Brown had Jalen Hurts the entire year, and things went bad as the season went on. Then he had DJ Moore, Brandon Ayuk, Nico Collins. Nico Collins had CJ Stroud throwing to him. Amari Cooper had five different wide receivers. Four, yeah. four, because he didn't play in that last game. Four different quarterbacks throwing to him. If Amari Cooper had Tua, who I'm not even the biggest fan of. Or Dak, certainly I'm not one of the biggest fans of. Or Jared Goff, he had 1,250 yards this last year. Could he be even more? Could it have been even more? Well, I I also think about the way that the best wide receivers in the game I think can just be because used. He's so quiet, and because he True. plays for our team, we automatically underrate him somehow, as opposed to wide receivers around the around he, the rest of the league. He's played a long time. He has nowhere near the touchdown production of all the guys we're talking about. But he's basically been between. Five, six, and seven touchdowns every year he's in the NFL. You would not call. If he was on any other team, I don't think fans here well, would be calling him, you know, that. And that doesn't mean he's not a great player for them. He's he way closer. Is. He's way closer to Jarvis Landry in 2018 than he is to those hmm. other guys. Which I, Jarvis Landry was the number one, and he's... Yeah, he, for this team. Right. I don't think you can use Amari Cooper, too. The way I, I talked about some of these other guys where you can line them up anywhere on the field. Right. Cooper's not that. But Cooper's a good receiver. He's though. a very That's good not receiver. The point of the very good yeah. receiver. Well, no, it's it, it's just a degree of how good it he just, is. Because if you feel you don't have a number one, then you're you're stressing to go find a number one. Yeah, the the the, the, the wonder you do is. have about Amari going forward is he's going to want a new contract, and then he's going to be thirty. So, no, Amari that, knows what the score is. He ain't dumb. Now he he he'll be able to run routes till he's forty. Like I I I don't think he'll have any problem creating enough separation, but. Like Daryl said in the clip that, that we had earlier on in the show, I mean, we're talking about speed guys. We're talking about guys that can burn you, and those are the types of guys that really, especially come playoff time too, that are going to drive defensive coordinators crazy because you lose sight of them for one moment, any of the number ones in this league, it's a touchdown. I don't think there's you that many guys. You make one mistake. I don't think Amari Cooper I, I, is that guy. But I don't think there's that many guys. I don't. And so I, I think there's about – If you have half the league, I think you split it in half and put about 15 guys in there that are legit number one wide receivers on contending football teams. And then there's guys who are just listed as the number one wide receiver on not a very good football team. All right. 
I, I think that with the guy kind of guys that you're talking about here, I don't think they're attainable for the Cleveland Browns right now. Like Marvin Harrison Jr., Roma Dunze, you would think uh, Keon Colvin might be that. Well, they're going to all be obviously yes. gone yeah. by the time the Browns are able to draft at 54 or 55, depending on how this all slides out. So now I got to figure out what I'm going to do in free agency. Well, these guys who are or stay up all night guys are not guys that are going to be available in free agency. Do I have what it takes to trade for one of these guys? Nope. So here we are with Amari Cooper, and I think Amari Cooper's done a fantastic job. I don't know all of a sudden why, and it, it does. It feels a bit disrespectful to hear Amari Cooper not amongst all these other guys, and I'm going, what's holding him back? Because he had to play with four different quarterbacks? Because he had to play with Jacoby Brissett last year, who's a fine enough quarterback, but is not of any one of these other guys that we've talked about, obviously, here. So I think that affects Amari Cooper as well. He had Derek Carr before. Now, I've been a guy who's liked Derek Carr historically, not recently, but historically. Plenty of people, including our close friends, have said that he's way overrated. Okay, he played with them. Then he played with Dak Prescott. Well, Dak's able to get one guy the ball very, very well. well. They picked, it was CD they before picked him. CD bef- they picked it, it him Amari over Amari. Yes. And that worked out for us. It, because he's, young, he's younger and he's a really good wide receiver, you would understand why. If I had a first-round top-10 pick and the Browns ended up with Roma Dunze or, or, or Keon Coleman or something like that, then yes, obviously the writing would be on the wall. But I think right now we got to look at one more year of Amari Cooper, and then I don't know necessarily what you do because I can't trust... Frankly, I'm sorry. The, the, it is a 50-50 outcome here, and depending on how nice I want to be about it, where I really like Andrew Barry, but he has Amari Cooper who he traded for. Okay, that was great. And he has DPJ, who's a six-round pick, who was nice, approached 1,000 yards once, but here he is, and he's gone now. And then you also have Elijah Moore, who I think when a lot of times I think they threw a lot at him too soon. And then you also, and now is going into year four, so you got to figure out what the hell he's going to be. And then you also have Anthony Schwartz out there. Yeah, they there. did so the David Bell thing. Yeah, it's a it's a fifty fifty thing. I like David Bell, and I I like uh, I I like Cedric Tillman. But we're gonna spend the second round pick on the wide receiver now. Yeah, that's the thing. If you every year are gonna do it the way the Browns do it, your likelihood of landing that total stud is almost it's almost impossible. Yeah, the the Puka Nakua things. I mean that that just doesn't happen that often yeah. at that at that position. Like where they're drafting, David Bell was 99th overall. The year before that, Schwartz was 91. So, you know, the likelihood that you're going to land the, the the total stud, you know, at wide receiver. Tillman was 74. He was the 11th wide receiver taken. So tell me if I'm right or wrong. 216-474-0092. I think Amari Cooper is legitimate number one in this league. I don't want to say he's a number one in the league just because he's our number one. That's not what I'm trying to do. I think he's a legitimate number one, and I'm trying not to say just because, well, what other choice do we have? Honestly, it is what other choice do we have. But if he, if you don't feel he's a true number one, you got to back it up because I, I feel if this guy played with any one of these other guys that we just mentioned, I think, he, I think he'd be right there on the tip of everybody else's tongue. He's aged like a fine wine. I don't think he'll be that way for very much longer. We have to look at father time. But as of right now and in going into the 2024 season, yes. Yes. Well, I look at, I'm just going to compare it back to my own fandom again, right? Chiefs don't have a true number one because their quarterback is so good. Fair. If they could get yeah. Amari Cooper tomorrow. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that, I'm all aboard on that. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes, I, I know he has a different relationship with his tight end than he would with right. the wide receiver. Tight end, they don't run plays. But I mean, Rasheed they famously was, do not run plays for their tight end. Rasheed Rice was the only thing yeah. during the season that you could count on out, outside, and he's Pick number 55. And one of the finest route runners in all the NFL. I'm sure Patrick Mahomes would love another guy who could go a little bit deeper and he would know exactly where he is at all times. 
216. I'm with you. I agree with you there. 474-0092. Is Amari a legitimate number one in this league still? We'll get to you guys. 216-474-0092. And my son's walked in on something very regrettable on Saturday night. Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima, live on the fan. Speed uh, Kent State over the weekend. A big win. Usually we don't sweep it. We swept it. Yeah. At least the regular season. I know. And you know what? It's it's that time. And you know, Kenny, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to get away and do all the normal yeah. uh, tournament stuff I do, which is OHSAA. I used to, when it was in Columbus, I used to go every year. Well, now, um, now o- it's o- in a, Yeah, now it's in Dayton. Yeah. OAC tournament. Congratulations to John Carroll oh, yeah, defeating Mount Union in a big battle. Of course, the OAC is like JCU is jumping out of the OAC, so we're not going to get those battles, which were crazy, crazy good battles. Case Western, give it up to them. They're going to the tournament as well. We're going to find out about Mont Union, all all these local teams that are going to be moving on. Uh, Cleveland State basketball, Youngstown State basketball. The fighting fuel lines of Mount Union, baby. Yeah. A lot of good hoops this time of year. I will be sitting at home and not able to watch any of it. Some might call you a hoops head. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve to not be there. Uh, that's your that's your fault for having kids. Not my fault. Your fault. Yeah, these are the first things that go. I want to get back to Amari Cooper coming up here in a second. 216-474-0092. Is Amari Cooper legit number one in the NFL? And I, I, I'm i I'm running up against you guys because I say he is, but then I'm like, well, I don't want to make the mistake of he's a number one because he's the number one for the Browns. I don't want to do that. So 216-474-0092. However, I did put it out on social media. Saturday, Liz went up to bed early, and I'm like, I ain't going to bed yet. It's like 8 o'clock. I ain't going up there. It's, it's a weekend, maybe. It's my time to shine. And my sons were playing with like monster trucks in the living room or something like that. And, they, and I go, what do you guys want to watch? And they go, Major League. And Axel's like, I'm like, yep, we're going to watch that. So Axel can recite a lot of it already. He's been watching it without me. Which, he, the weird, the Suzanne Dorn part, he's like, he like shielded his eyes in front of me. I'm like, you only see a part of her ass. Like you don't well, see was, anything. That's like good. you don't that's have to do that. That's a good move for you. Yeah, that's, he's doing that for you. Yeah, I think he feels he has to. But I'm like, you don't see much yeah. with Suzanne Dorn. You see her crawl across the bed, which is pretty nice. But that's he, very he, nice. You don't know nothing about that anymore, or not yet anyway. So it's like, well, you know, whatever. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad he did it. The cussing out parts of it, he watched. Doesn't have a problem with it. But the other stuff, yeah. So we watch Major League. Okay, Major League's over. And I send them up. I go, all right, time to go to bed. Time for you guys to go upstairs, go, go to bed. So I send them upstairs. And so I go, Paramount Plus, Godfather's on. I turn on the Godfather. Godfather's playing. I get up to go to the bathroom. Now, I'm in the part where I know this is a classic part, and I shouldn't have got up during this time, but I just did. I had to go to the bathroom that bad, and it was the part where Jack Waltz is saying, I ain't no band leader. You know, that the, it's a classic spot. Classic. So I could hear Jack Waltz in the background yelling, he ain't no band leader. And Robert Duvall, thanks very much for the meal. Mr. Corleone insists on hearing bad news immediately, whatever. I'm washing my hands because I wash my hands like a psycho. I, I wash my hands all the time. I'm washing my hands and I hear the part where Jack Waltz is screaming because he's found the, I don't mean to do any spoilers for everybody, but he finds his horse's head in the bed with him. An iconic scene. Wait a minute. Blood all over the yeah, place. Yeah, wait, what? Yeah. Blood all over the place. The whole deal. Johnny Fontaine isn't going to get that part. Well, you better think twice about it now, buddy. So I didn't think twice about it. I open up the bathroom door. I come out, and my sons are standing there. Mouth agape. 
and it's it's hit me. I mean, that is a cerebral scream by the character Jack Walt. Bone chilling. And my sons are looking at me like, what did we just see? And I'm going, what are you two doing down here? And they're just holding monster trucks like we forgot these monster trucks. I'm going, you were up there for a half an hour? Because the movie is the movie's a three-hour-long movie. By the time they get the Jack Waltz, we're about a half hour in, I thought. I go, you've been up there a half hour, all of a sudden you need new monster trucks? I told you guys to go to bed. And they were just still looking at me like, Eli was as white as a ghost. And I'm going, no, 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 no. Like, I thought at the moment I could better explain them walking in on me and Liz than I could anything else. And I just looked at Eli and I go, the horse isn't real, son. That's a fake horse. This is a movie. It's fake blood. I go, Eli, buddy, none of that is real. Yeah, I'm trying to think it's not real. how real it looked. Um, it, for 1972, that looked yeah. plenty real, buddy. Well, especially if you're in 4K or 8K. Yeah, that's an Extend Technologies TV there, buddy boy. I mean, that was his, he might as well have been in the stable when so I cut they, the head off. Did they ask you questions? Uh, no. No. They just looked at me like they weren't crying. They were just shocked because clearly they were trying to be, I, I think they were trying to be sneaky. Sure. They, they, oh, yeah. They waited for me to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, and they then heard they, that bathroom yeah. and all that. Yeah. And I come out, and I think that they were just so shocked to hear Jack Waltz screaming, and they look up, and they see a horse's head with blood all over the place, mm-hmm. and they just froze in time. And I come out, and I'm like, what are you guys doing down right, here? Now, so if you were to power rank these. It was loud. I could hear through the door oh, Jack Waltz yelling. The of, of the scenes in the movie, that you would not have wanted them to stumble in on. We could power rank them. I mean, Apollonia and Michael consummating their marriage. Oh, yeah. It's not a bad one. You rain. don't see much on that, do you? Oh, yes, oh, you, you do. Oh, you see a topless, right? Oh, yes, right. you do. The toll booth. I can't forget. Sunny at the toll booth. Uh, Mo Green between the eye. You know, the, the, the baptism scene. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Michael retrieving the gun. The Irish chief keeps mm-hmm. chewing the food after he gets shot in the throat. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Should have frisked him better, right? Boy, there are a lot of parts of that movie that they, they could have walked into. I guess I had I the know, best part. At least it was just a fake dead horse. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't think um, about that. Luca Brazzi getting... I thought of Luca oh, yeah. Brazzi. The first thought the hand, I had was right Luca Brazzi. Right through the hand. Yeah, and then the what you call it, garroting through Gar- the neck. Garot? Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't do that for a Garotting. living. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I got out of that business. The piano wire? 
Luca um, Brazzi's pretty bad, man. Mm-hmm. That part's bad. Carlo getting choked out at the end. I'm happy to see that. Carlo is garbage. Did they ever show Sal and how he died? I don't no, think so. No, he just walks off. Boy, that was dignified. Yeah. Yeah, can you can you do one? Can you do a solid for me? For all time's yeah, sake? For all time's sake, no. Can't do it, so. Sorry. That was so, so beautiful, so beautifully subtle. Yeah. Like, I feel like a mobster movie today would, would show no. him dying a grisly death. Yeah. No, it was subtle. They treated him with respect, so the movie treated him with some mm-hmm. semblance of respect. Yeah. I mean, you know... Francis Ford Coppola knows what he's doing. We all know what's yeah. going to happen to Sally. We don't need to see it. Until he casted, you know, part three. Let's, you know. Okay, number one would be... number one. Well, is, wait a minute. Oh. I didn't know we were going to start oh, again. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Luca, Bra- <laughs> Luca Brasi, number one. Okay. Um, the, the shot through the eye is not that bad. Well, just a just series. The eye. There's a series, like, had they have gone up there in the wrong moment, they would have seen five deaths. Luca Brazzi, number one. True. Sonny in the Causeway, number two. Dead Horse, number three. Because Jack Walter, I mean, play it again. Jack uh, wait a second. screaming is just so, it's so yeah. good. I mean, he is. Ah! You, are a, you are a seven-year-old boy watching that go on. All right. What about Connie getting the you-know-what kicked out Okay, of forgot about that. That's number one. Like, back then, that blends in with movie making in the 70s. Forgot in about that. 2024. It would get canceled. You can't show a woman getting beat up. Yeah. That's, That's a good a power point. ranking. Why don't you ask Hooper on Hooper's Farm? All right. 216-474-009. Is that in Tremont? Are you in Tremont? Hello, Hooper. Hey, how you doing, brother? Hi. Good. I got a great time uh, storming the field. Back to the old Browns days when the cardiac kids were there. Uh freshman year in Cleveland, we defeated St. Ignatius at their place. We stormed the court. I climbed up on the rim, bent the rim, the priest and the <laughs> You Jesuit bent the rim, stopped. Hooper? Yeah, I climbed up on it, man. Ask John McNally or any of the McNally boys. Any of the guys from from Not one of the dreaded McNally boys. Call up, call up Sean McNally. <laughs> No, you wouldn't make up something like that, Hooper. So, I mean, congratulations, Hooper. You just made the show. We were in college. We won the Mac in football, and I was on a team there, and we also won it in basketball. I'm down at Indianapolis Rupp Arena, and we're playing Marquette, and we knocked off Marquette. I was sitting at the top of the arena. Me and my buddy, we ran all the way down the field. I scooped up Rick Goings, had him on my shoulders, and someone from the school took a picture of it and made the cover. That was a great time. But my most fun was when we won the two championships with the Cleveland Crunch. And I was the mascot. I didn't know we were you were the mascot? He has yeah, been waiting for this moment his entire life. Power rank your court store. <laughs> Hooper, I love it. This Thank incredible. you very much for the call. He so has been waiting for this topic for years. Well, where was he 40 minutes ago? He was probably storming the bathroom or something. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather him see Apollonia than Sonny in the Causeway. <laughs> Just it's to put a period on well, things. Like, ah! Ah! For a coming of age. By the way, there's no way the guy who was working the toll booth didn't get shot when Sonny in the Causeway. Oh, of right. course he got shot. Okay, let's. Yeah, let's, ducking. I mean, just, he ducked, just simply but... ducking is get. What is it made of? Is it made of Kevlar? The booth? No, yeah, no, no. He got it. He just ducked. Did you see the firepower that was involved in that? Not a chance. The whole artillery. Was Can't used. believe Sonny was actually able to still get out of the car. AJ, he was also in a car with maybe Sonny. You're next up on the fan. Hello. 
Hey. Uh, yeah, I AJ, had wanted... they had Easy Pass back then, it would have never been a problem. <laughs> the... Hey, so I think I read an article. I would have tweeted it to you, but I'm driving. Okay. I'm pretty sure With your that windows down? Th I'm pretty sure that they used a real horse head. Uh, to no. get a better reaction out of the actor. I no. would tweet the article to you, but again, I'm driving. I'm driving. Oh, and AJ, but, uh, you might, so you might job, be right. Oh. There, Ken. There's no way. Look, look it up, man. I'll, I'll try and tweet it to you guys later. All right. Uh, thank you, AJ. AJ Mitch, thank you very what much do you got? So according to Snopes, uh, Francis Ford Coppola said on the 2001 release of the Godfather DVD collection that the head that they used for the horse scene was in fact real. No! no but, 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 it came from a slaughterhouse where horses were being destroyed for dog food. That doesn't make it any better. I all hope right. your sons aren't listening. Well, hey, between all of us, okay? My kid thinks it's where a fake Where did the show go? My sons think oh, this is what happened. Hey, guys, guys, hey, hey. Just telling everybody out there. Did they, did they use a real Talia Shire's head when she was getting knocked Inside the brain. My, uh, my, my sons think that, that they didn't see that part. My sons it's think that that's a family. fake head. My sons think that's a fake horse head. So let's keep it that okay. way, okay? You guys well, can all do me a favor out there. When are they going to watch? I'll have to make a call to the Kerman house. No, today? you won't. When are they going to watch Human Centipede, Ken? That's a graduation present. Is that a real centipede? So you asked whether or not Amari Cooper is a... You asked whether or not Amari Cooper is the number one wide receiver. Or am I just saying he's the number one? I, I think it's if he had four if he didn't have four quarterbacks, uh, the, the the bigger question would have been if Deshaun Watson was healthy the entire yeah. year, what would he have had? I mean, Joe Flacco was able to find him. Would he have had a record breaking day against Houston if it was Deshaun Watson? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not Boy, sure. Boy, that part's interesting because Joe had a hot hand. I can't sit here and say that Amari, Joe Flacco's better than Deshaun Watson for crying out loud. Amari Cooper, I, I know he had the 265 yards against Houston at the end of the year, which was just absolutely crazy. I, I, I see a game like that from him. That was the only game you ever saw. You'd be like, what are you talking about? Um, this would be an easy discussion. Kind of doesn't matter who the quarterback is for Amari Cooper. I pulled up Najoku. Najoku's six best games were all non-Deshaun Watson games, including the playoffs. They were all non-Deshaun Watson games. So you could definitely say that, and normally the tight end's a safety valve for, for a quarterback. You'd think that'd be perfect for Deshaun Watson. But his games were all everybody but. Amari Cooper, it, didn't, it doesn't matter who his quarterback is. He is going to... So that makes him a legitimate number yeah, well, that, one. That's to your point. I mean, you, 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 the way you kind of mentioned it, where you were mentioning about three guys in the NFL who are borderline Hall of Famers in the future... Like, I'm not putting Amari in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. He has almost 10,000 yards he has receiving, a lot of but I mean, what the hell? Um, I'm, not, I'm not putting him in the Hall of Fame right now, but I think if we're looking at number one wide receivers, my argument at a number one is he a number one guy on a contending football team with a really good offense. Yes. Okay. He's a number one wide receiver on a good football team, on a contending football team that did have a good offense this year. Okay. Then he's a legitimate number one. Now, the question would be from how much longer? Because this is, I don't think it's this year where you're going to run into the problem. I think next year you run into the problem. He'll be 30 this coming year. Okay, well, then Father Time's going to have something to say about all this. So he'll be 30 Although this I, coming I year. Although I do think his game holds up. He, he, he can create I enough separation. So. I hope so. But I also have to, uh, what am I legitimately going to get out of him? And remember, if we just restructure his contract, we're kicking the can down the, down the road. We're not going to have him. So now I have to worry about that. Who am I replacing him with? Am I replacing him with Evan Moore? No. Am I able to replace him with a free agent wide receiver? Well, again, if they're legitimate number one wide receivers, and some guys become that way, but if they're a legitimate number one wide receiver, 
they really don't become free agents. I don't. Amari Cooper got traded to Dallas and then got traded to Cleveland. I don't think he ever had the chance to be a free agent, right? So if you're a legitimate number one, you're not going to get that chance. Oh, am I going to draft him in the second round? Well, then I have to look at a- Andrew Barry's history with drafting wide receiver, which is spotty. It's a spotty thing. So this is a, like, some people are, they're just worked into a shoot just for the question of it. I need to make sure that he is. I think he is. But I want to make sure that I look around the league and I see a legitimate number one. Because for some people's standards, then nobody else is a number one other than about three guys. So that's not the standard that I'm painting here. 216-474-0092. Coming up next, Mitch, please. And curious question to Darius Garland. Coming up on the fan. Ian Rappaport, 31 minutes ago. Marvin Harrison Jr., likely the draft's top wide receiver, says he's going to do it differently. No agent, no testing at the combine, probably not at pro day. And it's not going to jeopardize his stock whatsoever. Yeah. Nope. But very few guys can get away with that. I know there's going to be a lot of think pieces that'll come out and say, is that the death of the combine? No. No. Um, a lot know, of guys need the combine. Um, I'd to say, get people talking about him. I'd say 90, 99% of the players. Marvin Harrison don't need nobody most- talking about him. Most of those guys in the draft this year don't have a Hall yeah. of Fame father. Yeah. Plenty of people are going to be saying plenty of things about Marvin Harrison. He'll be their advisor. For uh, it says he's not even, according to Albert Breer, uh, says he's just skipping all the drills in Indy. He's not the combine training facility at all. It said staying at OSU and building towards his rookie season. Yeah. Albert Breer will be on afternoon drive this Thursday at around 520. If not, that's why you got to listen to every single moment at every single show, 923thefan.com and on the don't, free Odyssey app as well. Don't people pay to go to the combine now? Don't they open it up for fans? Am I, I wrong they on that? Do. They've in the past few seasons they had tickets for fans that you could get. Hey, so if you knew that you weren't going to see Marvin Harrison Jr., you weren't going to see Caleb Williams. I don't know what the quarterback situation is for guys uh, that wanting to throw. Would that make you not want to go to the combine? No, still want to go. You go to have a guys trip, weekend guys trip. But you get to see guys run around in their underwear and football. I think that is sounds, there a casino over I, there. Um, Indy, I'm not, I mean, if you're I close, don't remember. If you're close, you get a, I'm telling you, that's a steakhouse. If you want to go there, yeah, I'm well, no, you're gonna because if you go out and about, if you're a really true strong football fan, you're gonna go to one of the area restaurants and you're gonna see a who's who of football, of current football. It's part of what makes the Hall of Fame festivities so much fun because I'm you go to some to of the, you go to some of the restaurants and bars in Canton, Ohio, and you're gonna run into guys with gold jackets. They might not be wearing the gold jacket at the time, but you're gonna see some incredible. I think I'd rather go to. Senior bowl practice than go to the combine yeah, I'm sure and watch those other guys. Things. I'm sure I would rather this watch guys. This is very low on my on my personal. We don't have to do another well, power I, ranking. No, the combine seems to me for anybody that would pay to go watch that. I'd rather lowest I'd, form of football. I probably would rather go actually see guys run into each other if I'm going to go watch a football festivity thing. But if you just want to do some sightseeing or whatever. And you're I, like, I wouldn't get on a plane and go to Indianapolis unless it was my job to go to the combine. But if you're living in Fort Wayne or something like that, what the hell travel North or wherever the hell Fort Wayne is on their map. I'm not really sure. Or maybe you just, there. maybe you Fort just want to pretty far away from Indy. Yeah, well, what the hell? I'm Two sure hours. it's a couple hours. Maybe you're just looking for something to do in February. That's indoors. Yeah. Which, okay. you know, you can't necessarily do that in other that's places. Enough for that. oh. Hey, real quick as well. Peter King retiring. Who takes over as the, uh, like he took over for Dr. Z. It was Dr. Z, yeah. then it was Peter King. Who takes over as the insider of insiders? Or is that left blank now? Because of new media. 
Oof. Might have something for the podcast tomorrow. Yeah. Well, well. As like the dean of the insiders. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, everyone's going to say just it's Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter's just telling you things you're about to hear yeah, he in five minutes. What's the and last he's thing not he's writing right? columns. No. Yeah, I'm not seeing his opinion that I agree or disagree with it on. I mean, there's nothing there. I would say of uh, the it guys. Albert? Um, yeah, Albert Breer would be high on my rankings. Yeah, he did step in at SI afterwards. Ian Rappaport still still has a lot. I But see, to me, I value more what Peter King did. Peter King would be able to at any point. All right, there was a crazy ending in that game in Detroit. Well, you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call not only the head coach, I'm going to call the quarterback. You saw the video I'm I gonna, posted of on Instagram of him sitting down with Andy Reid and Andy Reid going over the play yeah. with him as he wrote it down. Yeah, see, I love that they stuff. Not everybody can just do that. That stuff to me is way more valuable. I love the ins and outs. I think Albert Breer does a great job of doing that. Um, I don't know how many guys have the cachet to be able to do that. I know, like, Peter Schrager does talk. He has, He's buddies with the coaches. Oh, but then I wonder, point. is he such good buddies with the coaches that the information he's getting is so censored? Like, they're not going to tell him anything. But he does it the I, right way. He doesn't get na- – like, I don't know if Peter King – like, there's been things that Peter King has been strong – Oh, strongly yeah. opinionated on. Ask him about Deshaun Watson. But I haven't seen him get out and out nasty with people. Whereas like Florio, Florio will get in the dirt and right. get nasty with people. Other guys from other outlets will get nasty. Well, I one guy Peter I think it Schrager could be do that. Jay Glazer has, an, has a relationship with guys like a lot of other people don't. But Jay Glazer also just beat you down if he needs to. That's true. All right, Mitch, please. You going to make the show better today? I hope so. It was a pretty damn good show. Good luck to you. All right, so we have this clip from the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show over at ESPN 1000 in Chicago. David Kaplan kind of went in on Justin Fields, who did address his unfollowing of the Bears and the NFL on social media this week. Here's what David had to say. Unfollowing the Bears, unfollowing the NFL, that's a coward's way out. I don't want all the rumors on my timeline. I just want to go on vacation and get away from everything. Then why do you go on a podcast to become the lead story on every channel? When has the Bears ever posted about a rumor? The answer is never. So that's a bunch of BS, Justin. Two, there's a mute button. Why don't you just mute the ones you don't want to see? Or... Better yet, you can delete the app and sign back on when vacation's over if that's what you choose. Three, I want the TVs turned off. I'm tired of hearing about the Bears quarterback spot. Mitchell David Trubisky, 2019. How is that any different than this guy saying, I just just want it to be over. I'm tired of the rumors, Caleb, Justin, Justin, Caleb. Why don't you just keep your mouth quiet and just get off the grid, man? Hold me to this because I rolled my eyes when I first heard this. Audio yeah. courtesy ESPN 1000. I am seeing some people on social media. Now, this is a product of being too much online. They have posted pictures of Deshaun Watson on vacation, and they're like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that our quarterback's on vacation. <laughs> He's not allowed to go on vacation. So if I, at one point, start ripping and roaring and getting all upset over quarterbacks being on vacation, then you got to... Because if I'm rolling my eyes over Justin Fields, I better be able to roll my eyes over everything. I'm trying to hold myself accountable here. Because my first reaction was, I don't care if he follows or unfollows. I lived through the LeBron era of the Cleveland Cavaliers and him following and not following and then fitting in and fitting out. So I I think I'm pretty used to that sort of thing. And that's probably the reason I rolled my eyes. But I saw some fans not too thrilled with Deshaun Watson just happening to go on vacation because this would be the time he would go on vacation. So if I end up getting worked into a shoot over that tone... 
Well, it, without a doubt, and these players, they know everybody is watching their accounts like a hawk. So they love, they do get involved in the melodrama. As much as they hate uh, guys taking shots at them, whether it's the media or the fans, they also do kind of love the endless pursuit of any news associated with them. Like, I, I do think a lot of these young players, they, they Google their names, they search their names all the time. And I don't know what percentage of them can handle the stuff they see on the other side of it. Because as we know, it doesn't hey, matter crazy. who you are. Would you say Patrick Mahomes is the only guy that could search his name on Twitter yeah, and feel pretty good about it? No, because you're immediately going to see bad things written on social media about your family. I'm not going to be one of the people who say it, but that, that's sure as hell what happens. So if you go searching your name, there's a bunch. Of, I mean, you got thousands of people telling you that you should break up with your wife and yeah. you should stay away from your brother and your father and all that other stuff, which is in a lot of ways repugnant, but... That's what you're going to get. Try and stay away from that, too. We might have to do a power ranking for tomorrow. Browns players that could search their name on Twitter and feel really good about it. I think there's a bunch of them. I think, actually, there is a, even in this fan base, which can be unhinged with all the losing, I think after this year, there's a lot of guys that will Twitter search I their name. Find like like Joel Batonio, Wyatt Teller. Who's, I don't know if Joel knows how to use who's, who, Right, who's ripping those guys? Nobody. Well, that was excellent. That was excellent. Well done, Mitch. One for one this week. But what the hell is Kaplan doing in Chicago? He's a great host. What the hell is he going to talk about all the time? I'm not team? ripping him for that. I'm just... I'm, I mean, their their quarterback disagree. situation is the biggest story yeah. by far with the draft. And what he's telling his audience, he doesn't care about it? Before we go, how close are you watching Darius Garland now? Oh, it's like, like I said, it's, it's, it's possession by possession now. He's got to play better. I mean, he, he's not playing like a top 20 point guard. Yeah, I don't like where this is going, and I'll tell you guys tomorrow morning. He just needs needs to get attention. back in the rhythm. He needs to get healthy. I don't he's like this way attention. better than this. I don't like this attention for this young man. Talk about that more coming up tomorrow morning at 6. For Big Country, for Jeff, for Mitchapalooza, for the Slippery Wizard, Anthony Lima, I'm Ken Carmen. Have a wonderful day, my friends. Go Cavs! I know they play tomorrow, but still, go Cavs. One of Cleveland's newest daddies is back where he belongs. Hey, sounds good. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.